Breaking news this morning, a local senior living facility without power. The power actually went out at around 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. It was caused apparently by a lightning strike. They have not left our sides. They've knocked on doors every 45 minutes to make sure residents are okay. This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Friday morning, everybody. Today is August 9th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. All right, I may say it's August 9th, but it feels a little more like June, friends, as we go through this cool down, not just this weekend, but even into early next week. And can we focus on finally drying out? Yeah, we had three afternoons and evenings with relentless rounds of strong storms, damaging winds, nearly 50 storm reports yet again yesterday because of flash flooding, those damaging wind gusts. And so as we all kind of take that sigh of relief, knowing you don't have the active pattern, today is a mostly dry, mostly sunny day, just getting brighter and brighter. And you'll notice a cold front starting to push east late in the day through the early evening. And behind that front, we'll notice a breeze picking up out of the west, 10, 20 miles per hour and a high of 78 degrees. Oh, it's going to feel awesome, especially with that drop in humidity. But can I emphasize with that cold front pushing east? Yes, it could spark up an isolated shower or a thunderstorm to the north. And I mean way to the north. I think most of this is affected when we talk about Tupper Lake, Lake George. If you are on a boat later on, I just don't want you to be caught off guard if that quick thunderstorm does roll through. It'll be a little active for the late afternoon, early evening with that possible threat. Otherwise, dry, sun-filled, and it really is gorgeous through tonight. Good sleeping weather to open the windows as we fall back to a low of 58 degrees. It's still sunny and dry this weekend, but again, that exception for dry weather is met with a quick shower or two possible Saturday. But you'll just notice it feels darn good. At a high of 76 degrees tomorrow, mostly sunny, 79 on Sunday. Guys, we don't even see 80s until a high of 81 on Monday, but there's no heat wave in sight. Like I said, this is very much an early summer forecast versus late summer, and we'll keep those lower 80s through Tuesday. I think Tuesday's when the better threat for some showers and thunderstorms rolls through, and it could be a chance thunderstorm Thursday, maybe even Wednesday at its earliest, but I think all in all, we will take note of how beautiful the weekend is right through early next week. Make plans to soak up the sun and the comfort of the 70s. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here are today's top headlines. Continue to follow breaking news this morning. A local senior living facility without power mm. following yesterday's storms. News State ABC's Mary Wilson live in Rensselaer this morning speaking with officials. Those that live there, Mary, any word on when power will be restored? And unfortunately, they've dealt with issues like this before. Yeah, and some of our previous reporting, we had uh, reported just last year that there were some issues with the generator, and that seems to be the problem this morning with restoring the power. The power actually went out at around 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. It was caused apparently by a lightning strike. So these seniors, more than 100 of them here at Renwick Apartments, have been without power since yesterday around 3 o'clock. That is a long time to go without, especially for seniors when we're talking about many of them who rely on oxygen. They're not able to plug these oxygen machines into the wall uh, with the power out and many of them also wheelchair bound. We know that firefighters and police have been here overnight setting up a command post to really take care of these residents. And I spoke with a man who was heading out to get some coffee. Of course, he can't make it in his own apartment. He told me that he does have to commend the police officers and the firefighters who have been with them all night. They've been here all night with us and they've been carrying residents upstairs to their apartments. They have not left our sides. They've knocked on doors every 45 minutes to make sure residents are okay. 
Yeah, he says that they're all kind of gathered in the community room right now. There is some emergency power on there, so the residents don't have to stay in their pitch dark rooms. Uh, we know that two people were sent to the hospital, according to Ken Dot. He's the fire chief here in Rensselaer. He says one of them was a woman with back pain. The other was a medical emergency, but it was not related to this power outage. We'll continue to follow this story and hopefully find out when the power will be restored here at Renwick Apartments. For now, live in Rensselaer, I'm Mary Wilson, News 10 ABC. In the news today, Troy police are investigating a call of shots fired in the area of 7th and Glen. Troy PD say they received the call around 11 last night. One victim now at Albany Med, their condition is unknown at this time. The area was closed off overnight as police collected evidence. Stay with News 10 ABC throughout the morning as we continue to learn more. The community coming together to support sports programs in the Greater Johnstown School District after major budget cuts this past spring. So far, a little over $200,000 has been raised for the athletic programs. The school district now needing roughly $100,000 more. The school board is very optimistic that that goal will be met. The community planning two more fundraisers to help make the difference, including a concert at the Fox Run Golf Club on August 24th. Another local school district facing a lawsuit after allegations that one of their bus monitors repeatedly abused a seven-year-old child. The suit alleges that on multiple occasions, bus monitor Kathy Ritos hit and used racial slurs against a seven-year-old student with disabilities. She was working for the Lansingburg Central School District at the time, and the lawsuit alleges that the district and supervisors at Bernie Bus Service Company worked to cover up that abuse. The new proposal to ban all styrofoam food containers and cups in Troy now moving on to the next step. The Plastic-Free Hudson River Act bill passed 3-0 to zero in the General Services Committee. The measure would also make plastic straws available by request only and would place a five-cent fee on all paper bags. It now heads to the Finance Committee and is expected to be taken up August 22nd. The Albany Police Department is seeing a shortage of officers and through a summer youth program, they're hoping to inspire the next generation. 15 Albany teens graduating from the Albany Police Department cadet program this week. As of right now, the department is down more than 40 officers. Now, if you're interested in actually becoming an Albany police officer as a career, you have to be a high school graduate to apply. And the city is currently taking applications for its officer's exam. The deadline is coming up next week, August 12th. We posted information on our website at news10.com if you are interested. And a traffic alert to pass along that could affect your evening commute. Beginning at 6 tonight, southbound 787 in Cohoes will be shut down between Bridge Avenue and Tibbetts Avenue. Closure expected to last all weekend, reopening at 5 Monday morning. Crews will be working to convert Cohoes Boulevard into a more pedestrian-friendly road. And happening tomorrow, Victory Christian Church in Albany will hold its second gun buyback event of the summer. The first event collected 16 illegal handguns. Tomorrow's buyback will give Walmart gift cards in exchange for every illegal gun turned in. And the event runs from 10 to 2. And hey, today, only you, well, really everybody, can wish Smokey the Bear a happy birthday. Smokey the Bear turned 75 today. The mascot was created in 1944, a joint effort between the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Forest fire prevention had become a big issue at the time because many experienced firefighters were overseas fighting in World War II. How cool is that? And hey, the NFL preseason kicked off last night and all our regional teams were in action. The Giants defeating the Jets and Sam Darnold. Proving, rather, excuse me, right away that he's got what it takes. 
He looked good on the field last night. Bills, Colts, Buffalo defeating Indianapolis 24-16. And the Pats not using any of their starters, trouncing all over the Detroit Lions uh, by a score of 31-3. Of course, again, it's the first game of the preseason. Lots to go, but football is back. This morning's Giving on 10, we're highlighting a New York veteran who's walking across America for a very special cause. That's right. Tom Zerhelen started his journey in Portland, Oregon. He's making his way back home to Poughkeepsie. He's walking more than 2,800 miles in all. And after stopping yesterday in Buffalo, he only has about 300 more to go. And he's doing it all for his fellow veterans. Yes, yeah, Zerhelen is a Navy veteran and the commander of the VFW post out in Poughkeepsie. He said that his role there has now opened his eyes to the issues surrounding his fellow veterans, among them suicide and homelessness. I think the biggest thing we need to learn is that uh, veterans are a peculiar bunch. They don't ask for help and they don't share their stories with just everybody. So if you know a veteran, and let's face it, everybody does, uh, it's really important to uh, look a second time at the veterans that we love to make sure that they're doing okay. Phenomenal. Sir Helen is walking 22 miles a day for the 22 veterans who reportedly commit suicide each day. He says he's gone through five pairs of shoes and three walking sticks so far. Good for him. <laughs> we want to continue to celebrate things just like this, the spirit of giving and the goodness in our community. So if you know something great that's happening, let us know. Send us a picture on Facebook or email it to news at news10.com. Use that hashtag giving on 10 and we'll share it on air and online. Enjoy starting the day with the wake up rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and it makes sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4 30.